It's a brand new week here on Chasing Greatness. And as promised, I've got my friend Mark Miller with us here. We're at Chick-fil-A at the corporate headquarters. And we're going to talk about culture. Mark's been on the show before. All you guys join us all the time. We're always talking about winning at work and winning at home, winning at life. Today, it's, it's and actually this whole week, it's going to be winning at work week here as we talk about this idea of culture. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Mark, again, got this new book coming out. And so welcome to the show, man. I'm, I'm glad you're, uh, you're brave enough to hop in here with us. You're going to help a bunch of people this week. It's great to be back with you. So here we are at, at Chick-fil-A. You've been here at the corporate office for a long time. Uh, give us a little bit of, just for those who don't know you, give us a little bit of your story and, and, and then we'll jump into some of this culture stuff. Sure. Well, as you know, I started at Chick-fil-A as a teenager working in one of the local restaurants, and that was back in 1970-something. <laughs> and as we've discussed before, I was awful in the restaurant. I knew that I was going to be fired at any moment. And so I made the first of many strategic career decisions, and I quit. Now, <laughs> This made sense to me as a kid because I thought I really didn't want that on my resume. I had been be terminated, right? So I just decided I would I would move on, and I got another job. And it was only about six months later I got laid off, and I thought, shoot, I I need a job. Yeah. And I said I can't do what they do in the restaurant, but maybe I could work at the corporate headquarters, which of course makes no sense at any level. But I was a kid, and so I walked into the home office and told the receptionist I wanted a job working in their warehouse. I knew they had a warehouse. Yeah. So she told me to have a seat, and just a few minutes later, Truett Cathy came out, the founder of Chick-fil-A, took me into his office to conduct the interview. Now, to the folks watching this, that probably doesn't make any sense to you. It didn't make a lot of sense to me, but I learned that I was interviewing to be the 16th corporate employee. And an organization with 15 employees, the head man or the head woman is, gonna, is probably it, conducting the interview. It's going to be doing some interviews. <laughs> and so I tell people it was a combination of God's grace and lack of discernment on Truett's part. <laughs> he gave me that job in the warehouse, and that was about 44 years ago. And you're still here. And I'm still here. And and you tell it this way, you've had a hard time holding down a job, right? I mean, you've had yes. several. Yes, I've worked all across the business over the years. I actually got to start several departments or functions. Again, I don't think that's a reflection of my talent necessarily. I think it was a little bit of let the kid do it, let the kid do it, and I'd do anything. Yeah. So I started corporate communications, and I started our quality and customer satisfaction group, and so forth and so on. But I have worked all across the business yeah, over I love the last so much four decades. You've, you've just been grinding for for those four decades and for those young listeners out there that are grinding now and, and they feel like they're in obscurity i always remind them that what's now is about what's later and so you're reaping some of the fruits of all that hard work and and so we're going to jump into culture you guys talk about culture. called culture rules uh this is a fascinating we've had a chance to do some work with you on this and we're, we're fired up about this coming out march 7th it's not just a few weeks away a couple weeks away and um if you've not pre-ordered yet we, we told you this a couple of weeks ago but you can go to leadeveryday.com and they can pre-order and march 7th it's coming out you got all kind of goodies there that they can get if they uh, if they do that so i hope you'll take advantage of that so there's a lot of things you could could have written about i mean we've written about a lot of different topics over the years and and yet this this idea of culture kind of raised itself to the top this year. Why Why culture rules? Why this book this year? Well, so let me uh, give the audience just a little bit of context. For the last 25 years, I have 
been working almost full-time on how to help leaders grow their leadership capacity and how to help organizations grow their leadership capacity. And part of that for us is to identify current and emerging needs. And if we can get a step ahead of it, that's great. Sometimes we even try to look over the horizon. We did that a couple of decades ago when we started talking about teams and specifically leadership teams as a strategy to grow leadership capacity. That was something we saw emerging. And so we're always trying to look and say, how might we add value for leaders? And it was several years ago, uh, pre-pandemic, we began to see a lot of pressure on culture. It was coming up more and more and more. At that point, I think it was being fueled by volume and growth and complexity and all these things. Uh, And then COVID hit. And I think it just added even more pressure. And under pressure, it reveals strengths and weaknesses. And not only in some of our Chick-fil-A restaurants, but in organizations around the world, a lot of leaders began to take note that their culture was not as strong as they thought it was. And so uh, it, it went to the forefront for us, and we said, we need to see if we can serve leaders on this topic. Yeah, that's good. What, what are some signs that my culture might not be what, what I want it to be? Can, just Can you name some of those? Well, it, it's funny you ask that, because the very first time I ever shared any of this content publicly, we were actually still developing the content, and I asked a room of leaders, what are some signs? And everybody watching knows that in just a few seconds, they can name things like uh, turnover and poor quality and low morale and unhealthy uh, competition and on and on and on and on. So I think people know the signs of an unhealthy culture. Our challenge was to figure out how to help them create healthy ones. That's good. Okay, so you you say in the book that, uh, and, and we'll kind of land today with this big idea, you say in the book that leaders animate culture. That's a really big deal because, uh, you know, I've read this and it's just fantastic. And it, 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 to me, felt like a gap that, was it something like 70% of leaders said that this is the most important thing they do, but there was actually a gap in how they use their time. We talked about sure. that. So one of the things that we did in an attempt to figure out what is universally true about organizational culture. So that's where we start. On all the work we've done over the years, we try to start with truth, and then we'll translate it and package it to make it approachable and applicable by the masses. So we began with a global study. We ended up talking to leaders in 10 countries, leaders and frontline associates, over 6,000 people in our sample. And as you referenced, about 70% of the leaders said culture is the most powerful tool they have to drive performance. We asked those same leaders to rank their priorities and creating and maintaining culture came in at number 12. And so we said, we have got to help leaders close this gap because you mentioned it. Leaders animate culture. Now, you're going to have a culture by design or default. Every organization has a culture, but leaders are the ones that bring a culture to life. And so that's what we set out to learn. That's so good. I'm so excited about you being with us this week. So my question for you today is we kind of wrap up this first little conversation. We're going we're gonna to have Mark with us all week. My question for you today is, do you have a culture by design or by default? We'll leave it right there with what he said. And I want you to begin to think about that. And are you doing everything you can to animate that culture 
to, to build a culture by design. I think I think you really have an opportunity to, to animate your culture wherever you are. It's, it might be a department, a team, an organization, school, business, church, all kind of cultures out there, even a family. We'll, we'll get into some of that as we go through the week. We're going to talk tomorrow about the first step, the first rule in, in how we, we do that. You come back and join us tomorrow for more Chasing Greatness. Love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.